What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Hey, gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. That's right. Welcome. Hello. Live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kenston, North Carolina. Today is election day. That's right. It's Tuesday, November the 7th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 964 of the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, while they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game but man. We have another great show for you today, and it is going to be a lot of fun. Kind of an interactive first hour here. I think you're really going to like it. Uh, uh, Before we get into guests, though, I just mentioned today is election day. Uh, Listen, please, 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 If it doesn't matter. If you're listening to this live right now here at 7 o'clock or uh, what, it's 7.01 right now, or if you're listening to us in a replay at 3 o'clock and you haven't voted yet, get out there and vote. Do your research, and I know it's going to be a little bit harder this year. I talked about it a little bit on uh, yesterday's show about how candidates just really haven't put themselves out there that much this year. But get out there and and find out who is running. If you're here in Kenston, we've got a big city council election, five candidates, including a write-in candidate, six candidates running for three positions on the Kenston City Council. I mean, the Kenston City Council could completely turn over this year. It could stay the same. There's three incumbents running. It doesn't matter. Do your research. Check out the uh, candidates. See what they stand for. I know that uh, if you get a chance, go to News News. I know B.J. Murphy did a pretty good job of uh, talking to all the, the major candidates, not just here in Kenston either. But in Peenkill and LaGrange, uh, check out those interviews he did with them and find out. Just do your research. Get out there and vote. And uh, I'm just scared to death, man. I'm I'm telling you that tomorrow morning at this time uh, or tomorrow, we're going to be talking about how this is the lowest voter turnout in, in years and years and years. I've never in my life seen as little buzz for a city council election here in Kenston. And I can't speak for Pink Hill or LaGrange or Snow Hill or wherever else that you're listening to this show to, uh, I don't know, Newburn, Greenville. I'll tell you what, we were in Greenville last night. There are campaign signs everywhere in Greenville. I've just, <laughs> it's crazy. Usually about three months out from an election, everybody's yard has signs in them. Uh, very few. I mean, when I say everybody, I mean, in, uh, in, in contrast, to this year, it definitely is. But, I mean, it would be like, I don't know, one or two yards out of 10 would have campaign signs. It's like one or two yards out of 100 have campaign signs in them this year. I guess which is good for the candidates because they got to save money on, you know, having to buy because I know campaign signs are pretty expensive. But, man, do your research, find out, and get out there and vote today, okay? And I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I mean, I think polls open at 730 
When I get done with the show, uh, probably going to grab my nappy nap. But when I get up from my nappy nap, I'm going to uh, I'm going to uh, uh, head to uh, my polls and uh, and and vote. Please do it. I mean, and and again, here's the thing I've said, and I've said it for years here on this show. I said it when I was writing columns for the Free Press, when I was running the Free Press, that don't make an uneducated vote. In fact, if, if you don't know anything about the candidates and you're just going to go vote because you recognize this name, you recognize that name, then don't go vote. I mean, you're doing, you're doing a disservice to, uh, to, to our, to our candidates and everything. If you do it that way, but do your research, do five minutes of research, uh, 10 minutes of research, find out who the candidates are, Find out a little bit about them. I guarantee you, all of them have Facebook pages. I think every single one has uh, has a Facebook page. Go in and, and see what they have to say for themselves too, and uh, get out there and vote. And, and I hate to be the guy beating you. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Linda. Uh, I hate to be the one uh, beating you over the head with this, but uh, it is important. I mean, it is very, very important. And again, with the Kansas City Council, uh, three. Of the five seats are up for grabs this year, and uh, you have an opportunity to go make a difference. Uh, you, that's right. Especially if voter turnout is going to be as low as what uh, what I'm anticipating. Everybody else is anticipating. Your vote's even that much more important. So go out there and uh, and vote. Okay, enough uh, enough lecturing you there. Uh, let's talk about today's show, man. I'm excited about this first hour here. Joining us in less than 20 minutes. Well, I'm excited about our second hour, too. Don't get it twisted. But, I uh, mean, we're going to have fun in this first hour. I've already tried to prep him a little bit, too. Uh, but he's uh, the news director for the Carteret County News Times at CarolinaCoastOnline.com. He's our NBA and hoops expert. He's got to be in heaven. College basketball started last night. The NBA's been going for a couple of weeks now. It's Richard Clark. Uh, and, man, I've got a new game. It's what I've been working on all morning. If you guys watch inside the NBA on TNT, you know about once a year or so, they uh, get Charles Barkley and they uh, they test him on which team is this player on. They'll name a player, and then Charles Barkley's got to figure out what or try to guess what team he's on. Well, guess what? We're going to play that with Rich this morning, the smartest NBA guy I know. I don't even know if he knows it yet. I don't know if he's listened to us yet because he's down in uh, in uh, Carteret County right now. I don't know if he's uh, tuned in here on uh, BetOnTheBull.com. But, man, we, I've got 15 good ones. Uh, hopefully we'll get all 15 in. But I'm excited. I'm telling you. Uh, I've got some, na- some names that you recognize. Some names you probably don't recognize as much. Of course, he's going to know everyone. My prediction for him, I'm going to go ahead and call it now because he's good. I mean, Rich knows more about the NBA than anybody I know, obviously. That's why we have him here on the show with us. But uh, I, I'm predicting he's going to get 9 or 10 right of the 15. He just, he, he's, a, uh, he, he's a junkie when it comes to uh, the league pass, the NBA league pass. I mean, he watches, I bet he, he probably watches three or four hours a night. So uh, let's see if he get how close he gets to 15. Like I said, I might guess it because I've put some uh, obscure ones on here, but uh, no rookies. I made sure I didn't have any rookies on here. Uh, I just, I can't wait, man. That's going to be fun. That's coming up about 20 minutes into this first hour. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to get caught up with everything else. I mean, Brandon Ingram had a big night last night. Uh, scored a historic, uh, he's hit a, hit a historic level in the NBA. So excited about that. Uh, and we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff too. Uh, like I said, college basketball starting last night, 
Can't wait to pick his brain on that a little bit. I think he's more NBA than he is college. I don't think. I know he is. Uh, but we'll see uh, what he's got to say about uh, about college basketball, too. So that's Richard Clark in our first hour. And then in our second hour, we're going to be joined by our LCC crew of Catherine Pearson. She's with the LCC Foundation. And then Jessica Cruz from the drama department. Uh, the Brian Hanks Show, again, proud to be a sponsor of uh, – the, uh, the drama department in their play that they're going to be putting on a uh, white Christmas that is coming up. Yes. It's November 7th. We're already a week, a full week now into, uh, November. Did I say December? I meant November. Uh, I know, uh, Keith Spence, you're probably checking your calendar right now and going, Oh my God, it's December. No, 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 it's not December. It's November the 7th in the year of our Lord, 2023. But, uh, man, we're already a full week into November. It's just crazy before we know it. Thanksgiving's going to be here in a, in a couple of weeks. What in golly, man, I guess in uh two weeks, right? Two weeks from uh Thursday, Thanksgiving, two weeks from Thursday, goodness gracious, alive. Then we're going to have Christmas right around the corner. Then new year's I'm getting married to my, my sweet Linda. It's just, it's going to be a great final seven weeks or so of, uh, of 2023. Very much. And then, uh, of course, my birthday is on January 12th. So you've got, you've still got a, a, what, about eight or nine weeks of uh, shopping days before that. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah, be ready for that too. So, uh, anyway, uh, man, Catherine Pearson, Jessica Cruz from LCC. Yes, squirrel John Dawson. I, uh, I got distracted there for a second. Uh, and they're going to tell us everything going on. I, I, there's more than just the play. Uh, a lot of great things going on over at Lenora Community College and the foundation and the drama department. And uh, Catherine and Jessica are going to tell us all about that. So that those are our guests today. Man, I had a great time last night. Uh, Linda and I, we got to go to the uh, – we're season ticket holders uh, with uh, ECU basketball. So went to their very first game of the year last night, 91-61 to win over Ferrum College, and uh, if you heard me with Panicelli yesterday trying to figure out what Ferrum is, why Ferrum is in Virginia. So uh, I thought it was in Tennessee. He thought it was in South Carolina, but uh, Ferrum is in Virginia. And I got to tell you, the Panthers of Ferrum, a Division three school out of, uh, like I said, out of Virginia, they gave the Pirates a game for a little while. It was only a 10-point game at halftime. But, man, they turned it on the second half talking about the Pirates. Uh, ended up winning by 30, 91 to 61. Just, uh, I got to tell you, man, I got some high hopes for this uh, ECU team this year. Picked to finish fifth in the American Conference, in the 12-team American Conference. I think they've got a legit chance to make it to the uh, NIT this year. I, I don't have any uh, aspirations of them being a uh, uh, an NCAA team, but, heck, who knows? Who had uh, – who had uh, – uh, oh, there you go. Who had uh, the ECU women last year making it to uh, uh, the NCAA tournament? They win the tournament and go on. Hey, how about this? A uh, cool nugget from uh, Lee Avery. Uh, it said a little side note to what you just said. His oldest daughter played volleyball at Ferrum College. That's right. You know what? I remember that. <laughs> And that makes me mad that I couldn't remember they were from Virginia. Now, thank you, Coach Avery. Uh, but uh, that uh, there you go with that. Uh, <laughs> I can't say what uh, Richard just sent me. 
And I can't say what Linda just sent me. Hey, you guys got to send me cleaner uh, uh, text messages, okay, so I can talk about them here on the air. Keith Spence, send me a nice, clean uh, text message that I can I can read on the air here. But, again, uh, ECU, uh, man, it's going to be a big game this Saturday. Uh, they play at 2 o'clock. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Keith Spence, speaking of Spence, I did not know this. this uh, talk about, man, if I want to know anything, if I want to feel smarter, all I need to do is talk to Keith Spence or uh, get him to send me something. He said, dude, Farum was a junior college years ago and played LCC at times. I did not know that. I guess our old school, but Ricky Whaley, I bet if you're listening right now, you know that because you know everything about uh, LCC and Kinston Sports and all that. Who, speaking of, by the way, uh, he's going to be joining us next week, a week from tomorrow here on the show. Ricky Whaley making his debut here on the show. Can't wait to uh, get him here in the studio and uh, talk to him. But back to ECU basketball. Uh, man, just a, a good performance by them last night. Really turned it on in the second half. Maybe not so great in the first half, but I'm telling you, man, the second half, they look great. Uh, college basketball, like I said, started yesterday and uh, just uh, an amazing day for the Atlantic Coast Conference. How about this? Try this one on for size. Uh, if I'm if I'm correcting, I tell you what, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm going to check this before uh, I, I put this out there into the uh, into the ether. Let me make sure. Yes, fourteen of the fifteen ACC teams played last night. Okay. Everybody but Florida State played last night. Guess what? Every single one of them won last night. Is that not insane? I mean, 14 for 14. Everybody but Florida State played last night. Everybody won. I know uh, Scott Whittington and uh, and Paul, they were at the Duke game last night at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Uh, like I said, we were at ECU. Not that that's an ACC school, but just everybody who played last night won last night in the ACC I don't remember the last time that happened. Just remember what a bad season Louisville had last year where they ended up being whatever it was they were. I mean, they lost a lot of preseason games. I think Florida State, who ironically didn't play last night, but still uh, they had a bad start to the season. But that's just crazy. When is the last time? I mean, let me see here. The Big 12 played last night. Kansas State lost last night. Oklahoma State lost last night. The Big East, uh, okay, now the Big East was undefeated last night, too. What, uh, eight? No. Uh, Big 10 last night, uh, they lost. uh, How about Michigan State losing to, uh, who was it they lost to last night? Uh, JMU to James Madison. That, uh, they lost to uh, Brian North University. That's where Brian North went to school. Anyway, my point being just what a, a night of uh, college basketball. The ACC undefeated last night. 14 of the 15 schools played. All 14 of them won. What a what a just a great night for them last night. Uh, listen, I want to tell you this too before we get into our hometown heroes and then uh, when we get uh, Richard Clark up here on the line with us. Hey, uh, the Kinston girls basketball team is hosting a massive jamboree this Saturday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. A ton of uh, Eastern North Carolina schools will be playing in it. Uh, they are, uh, okay, okay, here we go with my squirrel thing here with you again. I, as you know, my, uh, my windows here in my office open up to a beautiful Whitehall Drive. I've got a white Looks like a white Lexus that is a white Lexus station wagon 
or uh, not a station wagon, but an SUV going down the street. And it's chasing a white dog, a big white dog, and it's trying to get the white dog into the SUV. Linda, you might want to go out there and help them. They look like they're struggling and having a hard time right now. But uh, sorry, uh, I, it's squirrel again, except for this time it was a big white dog out in the uh, out in the street being chased by uh, a white Lexus SUV. How about that? Okay, hey, uh, back to Kinston Girls Basketball. They are hosting a, uh, a massive jamboree. Uh, I, I don't even know how many teams, 12 to 15 teams are going to be in it. We're going to try to get uh, Christopher uh, Bradshaw here on the show with us sometime before the end of the week to tell us a little bit about it. Uh, but, uh, this Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And they're not just going to be playing at Kenston high school. Uh, they are going to be, uh, playing at, uh, Kenston high school, Rochelle middle school, at Holloway recreation center. So I uh, get out there and support that. I believe, like I said, well, you know what we need to, we'll get coach Bradshaw up here on the show with us in the next couple of days to talk about this, but I, I'm pretty sure if it's like last year and the year before, it's just one flat fee. I think it's like $10. And then you get to go watch all these games all over Eastern North Carolina. It is, uh, or I mean, uh, from teams from all over Eastern North Carolina, right here in Kenston. So if you're a big girls basketball fan, get out there and support that. I know they will appreciate that. Uh, and hey, oh, oh, now the white SUV is back in front of my house again. Uh, the white dog is now ran into my neighbor's house. Now there's a, a truck with, a la- with ladders on it that is helping too. Uh, a uh, truck man i need to linda i need you in here to give play-by-play of the chase now the white dog is right outside my window here he's got uh, black ears uh they are uh, trying to sneak up on him and <laughs> pick him up this is the coolest thing i've seen man this is awesome i guess he's he looks like kind of a i don't know a pit mix kind of dog but uh he's over in my neighbor's yard the holders and now he's sprinted across the yard uh onto essex street so uh but they do. They've got a. Uh, there's a guy and a truck with ladders on it. They're trying to get the dog. Are they going to get him? He's calling it the the white SUV. They're pulling up right now. Uh, this is exciting, man. How about this? I usually do play by play on Friday nights. Here's play by play of a dog trying to be caught here. Okay. Anyway, uh, so again, this weekend, uh, <laughs> this weekend. Uh, go out to Kenston High School. Now the two drivers of the two trucks are talking to each other, and I guess the dog ran off again. Uh, he went down uh, Essex Street, I guess. Uh, uh, from my house, he turned right, so I don't know if that's north or south. I guess south on Essex Street, so uh, there you go. Uh, Mr. Clemens chimes in. He says, uh, so Scotty already jumped ship? No, man, Scott's been a big uh, Duke fan as long as I've known him. I mean, you can, you could be a fan of different universities. Look at me. I'm a UVA guy, but I'm, I'm a ECU season ticket holder too. Um, so, uh, there you go. Uh, but yeah, Scott and Paul and a couple of their friends were in attendance last night at, uh, at the, uh, Duke basketball game, Cameron indoor stadium. Whew. <laughs> Jason Bryant says great radio. He's going to nominate me for some awards, man. We've got a, uh, dude, Jason, get out here, uh, to, uh, sexy Whitehall drive and help me call the action of this, uh, white dog. I don't know. They've both driven off now. So I think that, uh, they have, uh, they've probably caught the dog. Okay. Hey, uh, let me get hometown heroes real quick before we get Richard up here on the line. What's Oh, Linda's in here now. See if you can. Look right, look right, because uh, the dog was just right here in uh, in the holder's yard. You want to put headphones on? 
<laughs> no, it won't help you see better. But uh, it was awesome. The dog was, look, look, Linda, was right outside the window here. Yeah. And they were trying to sneak up on him to get him. And then he, like, evaded him. He, he's like a running back. Uh, it was awesome. It was so awesome. Okay. Hey, hometown heroes last night, Brandon Ingram and the New Orleans Pelicans. They uh, fell to four and three overall. Uh, they lost 134 to 116 at Denver last night. However, Brandon started and he finished with 22 points, two rebounds, five assists in 36 minutes. He also scored his 8,000th career point. Now, that's in his entire career, Linda. That's not in one game, okay? Because that would be a record if he scored 8,000 points in one game, okay? Put that headphones on. People can't hear you. Uh, the Pelicans, they play at Minnesota Wednesday at 8. They play against Reggie Bullock Jr. and Houston on uh, Friday at 8 o'clock and then home versus the uh, Dallas Mavericks Sunday at 7. Your analysis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> no, no analysis there? Um, so what are we talking about again? NBA basketball, hometown heroes. Oh, honey, I didn't watch any of that. I oh watched um, ECU win. Oh, that was my a gosh. good game last that was night, a wasn't it? was a good game. And what's the new guy, Brandon Johnson? Yeah, yeah. Number six. He was very He's good last night. 29 points last mm-hmm. night for him. Played really good. How about Reggie Bullock and the junior? Uh, real Reggie Bullock and the junior. Reggie Bullock Jr. and the Houston Rocks. By the way, you know I'm buying another uh, NBA jersey, right? Oh, great. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> but can we back back up? Aren't you yeah. impressed that I remembered his name and I'm, number? I'm, I am duly impressed. I'm duly impressed. Mm-hmm. But, uh. What about me uh, getting a Reggie Bullock Jr. jersey? Yeah. <laughs> well, the Houston, he and the Houston Rockets, they won last night, uh, one twenty-two to ninety-seven. They improved to three and three overall. Reggie came off the bench. He played twelve minutes. He didn't score, but he had a rebound and two assists last night. Uh, they are home again versus the L.A. Lakers on Wednesday. They're home versus Brandon and the Pelicans Friday at eight, and they're home versus Denver Sunday at seven. Uh, Damian Dunn opened his Houston career. You remember he was at, uh, at, uh, oh my gosh, Temple for the past three years or so. And well, he transferred to Houston and, uh, they won last night, 84 to 31. Wow. Yeah. Over 84 to 31. Yes. They beat Louisiana Monroe. Uh, Damien came off the bench. He scored 18 points in only 17 minutes. Wow. How crazy is that? So That's more than a point crazy. a minute. He also had three rebounds and a steal. Uh, the Cougars are back at home Saturday versus Texas A&M Corpus Christi at 1230. They must have got the puppy dog, man, oh. because, of course, I get you in here. And, yeah. And now uh, I hadn't seen him anymore. Dog, yeah, God, why don't you go out in the yard and see if you can help? Um, you know, I'm busy. <laughs> hey, uh, Dontre Styles in Georgetown, they open their season today at home versus LeMoyne. Uh, Key Spence, where is LeMoyne University? Uh, L-E space M-O-Y-N-E, LeMoyne. Have you ever heard of that before? Mm-mm, no. I hadn't either. I need to look that up. Then they host Holy Cross Saturday at 8. Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt, they open their season today against the Blue Holes of Presbyterian. That doesn't mean they're Smurf prostitutes, okay? That oh, just means the uh-oh. Blue Hose. I'm guessing like Red Sox, Red you know, Sox. or something like that. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and then they're home against USC Upstate, uh, 7 p.m. on Friday. And then our trio of Isaac Parson, Jeremy Dixon, and Amaji Dodd of Winston-Salem State, they open their season Friday in Institute West Virginia versus West Virginia State University. Then they play Saturday at 2 against Davis and Elkins College. 
Nice. So if you know any other players, coaches in our neck of the woods that are playing college basketball, uh, men or women, let me know, and I'd love to include them in our hometown heroes every day. Do you know any over I, there? Not that I can think of. Okay, well, I need you to do some research and see if you can find it out, okay? Brandon Ingram. <sighs> Already got him. Right. I didn't hear yeah. it. I did say Brandon <laughs> Ingram. Good Lord. Hey, can I tell you about Lenore Community College, Linda Whittington? Yes. And for 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives, including all three of your progeny. Wow. Yeah. I used a big word there. 65 years. And Dr. Briley turned 70. Yeah. This year. We did his birthday. We've already yeah. had. Yeah. Was it? Uh, it's been a couple of days ago. That I think it was crazy. at the end of last week. <laughs> what does that have to do with him? Other than He's, him being a former president. There's five year of difference. The, <laughs> there you go. That's it. Yeah. That's I heard funny. he helped uh, break ground on the on LCC when it was created. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. Just like uh, the Whittington boys did. They loved their time at LCC, right? Oh, my goodness, yeah. They did. <laughs> I need you to contribute more than that. But you know what? Don't worry about it because I'm getting Richard Clark on the line. Oh, with thank us. goodness. Now, if the dog comes running back through the yard again, uh-huh. I need you to go out there and, uh, and help uh, rein it in, okay? Call me. Call me, maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, dear God. Okay. Thank you, Linda Winnington. Welcome. Y'all have a great day. You too. Uh, joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now, and I know you're all the way down east, Rich, but uh, any chance you've been listening to the first 25 minutes of today's show? I did not, but I did not expect to come in behind college Jespin or whatever. <laughs> uh, dude, check this out, man. There was a, a dog running loose. I guess he's been running loose on our street. And there were a couple of trucks out on the street trying to corral him in and get him in. And, dude, you would I keep saying he. It could be a she, I guess. But, uh, dude, it, it looked like a Benny Hill segment. You remember Benny Hill? You know, they had him right outside my window here, uh, and he went right between them and evaded them, went up Essex Street, dude, and it's just awesome, man. I mean, that, that, they, right. they must not be dog catching trains because <laughs> I used to, we had a stray dog that used to jump the fence, and I'd chase him when I was a little kid, and so I got pretty good at that, running in the woods, come home muddy, dog muddy. Mom's like, I don't know if I want either one of them in here. <laughs> Dude, like I said, so that's why I'm a little, I, I hate to use an excuse, but that's why I'm a little bit late getting to you. Usually we try to get you up here about 20 minutes uh, into our first hour here, but man, I was giving, I was giving play by play of the dog chase on uh, Whitehall Drive, dude. So who ended up winning dog? Uh, the dog is one, I guess. Uh, they had two trucks out there or they had an SUV and then like a truck with a ladder on it. And they were both trying to get him. And the last time I saw him, you've been here to my house. He was going North on Essex street. So, uh, <laughs> if, uh, you know, if people are wanting to follow this chase live, that's where the last time I saw him, but I keep expecting to see him come back through here again. Hey, dude, and I don't have to ask you, dude. I mean, as much as you loved your Daisy girl and you love my Molly girl, uh, dogs are cool, aren't they? Oh yeah. Uh, and, and if it was mine, like I said before, uh, I used to chase that dog for miles when I was a little kid and finally get him. 
and you know so i get it well uh we're not going to talk dog chase here on uh with our valuable time that we have with uh, richard clark what we are going to talk about he is the uh, news director for the carteret county news times carolina coast online.com uh we're gonna he's our nba he's our hoops expert i want to we're gonna do some nba talk we're gonna talk how about the acc going 14 and 0 last night dude did you know that 14 of the 15 how about that dude dude you gotta find the rise of james madison's athletic program dude what in the world how in the world do you go to michigan state and you know the opening night Michigan State had to pay them buku dollars to come up and visit them. You know that's how that usually works. And then uh, well, James and Madison they, hands they them gave a, them a return next year. You know they they also trade, so maybe Michigan State's going there next year. Well, that could be a possibility, but yeah. uh, man, another one of those schools that uh, one of those uh, Virginia schools, man, that I know you're very proud of. You being a Richmond native no. yourself. Well, truthfully, James Madison is where I wanted to go first. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But they weren't recruiting me or nothing like anything like that, and my grades weren't that good. Uh, but I loved James Madison at the time. Now, is that, a, is that a private school or is it a public school? Public school. It's in Harrisonburg and Ralph Sampson country. Oh, well, no. I mean, I know where it is and everything. I just didn't know. If, oh, dude, I'm from, of course, dude. We've had uh, some football players from Kenston uh, end up at James Madison. I just didn't know. I, yeah, could, I didn't know if it school. was a private school. No, it's private. a good school. Okay. Well, very cool, man. I mean, didn't North go there? That is Brian North University. That's what I always call it. Uh, Who's more famous, James Madison or Brian North? (laughs) (laughs) We're in this neck of the woods anyway. Hey, you know what we're doing this morning, Richard Clark? What are we doing? We're going to play the Charles Barkley. Which team is he on game? Uh oh. That's why I didn't prep you for it. That's why I didn't tell you about it this morning. I want you to be, uh, and you're going to, we're trusting you. You're a very ethical man, Richard Clark. You're not going to have your computer pulled up in front of you where you can look these up, right? I'm actually laying out pages right now. Uh, Let's be clear here. There's been a lot of turnover on the back end of these rosters because I'm even seeing guys that I've never heard of and they're actually playing minutes. And I'm like, oh my God, where is he from? So uh, this is liable not to go very well. <laughs> dude, I think this is going to be fun. I am very much looking forward to this, dude. Um, but I've got 15 picked out, okay? Oh, good gosh. Yep, yep. <laughs> We're going to save that for uh, later on in the hour. Probably about fi- probably about 15 minutes from now. But uh, I did want to ask you, I mean, I, I, everybody knows who listens to you here, and even I know to a degree, too. I mean, what a big uh, NBA fan you are, dude. You're a league pass guy. You... Well, if I set okay, I love setting over unders here. If I set the over under at two and a half hours a day that you spend watching League Pass, should I absolutely pound the over, or would that be about right, or would it be under? Nah, you you need to take over. <laughs> yeah, it, it's at least four. Oh my um, god, dude, that is awesome. It's a, it's a, yeah, but it's not entirely what you think. You know, there's a gap in TV in the afternoons, like you know, before seven. So somewhere after when I finished my work at around about four thirty or five, I started watching the game, the late game from last night, the night before. Oh my god! And so I get to see that, and then by the time I finish that, when the new games are started, dude. So not, typically, I don't make the second half of the of the late games. Uh, not anymore. I'm old, so I don't typically make it. But they rerun them, so I watch them later on. I know, dude. I we went. I we went to the ECU basketball game last night. Which, by the way, dude. Let me tell you something, dude. Your Pirates might have something going there, dude. Hey, by the way, do you know where Ferrum College is? I do. 
Uh, ding, ding, they, ding. They recruited me. Did they? Yes. Why didn't you? Yeah, back then, it was. Uh, I I want to say they were NAI back then, but I'm not positive about that. Well, they're D three now, but that's who played uh, ECU last night. And they gave ECU a pretty good game for. Uh, uh, it was a ten point game at halftime. I think they got it down in single digits early in the second half. But then, man, ECU just blew right by them. But dude. As well, that's good for ECU because, you yeah. know, typically they struggled with some of these games early in the year that they should have blew these people out. Um, and I think you can tell a lot by a team when they play some of these teams how good they're going to be down the road. Well, you know? It ended up being a 30-point game, and it was nowhere good. near a 30-point game. It was 91-61, but, dude, uh, it was a uh, – they like I said, they got it down to single digits early in the second half, and then they blew it up to about 15 to 18 points. And it stayed there pretty much the rest of the game till the very end when they just uh, put a punctuation mark on it. But, dude, where I was going with this is ECU is not bad this year, man. Well, I mean, let, I don't, don't get clear. it twisted. They're not going to be in uh, NCAA team. But, dude, they could uh, – dude, I really think they could be an NIT team this year, dude. Well, you know, I've, I've said a lot of, let's call it negative stuff about the football program particularly. But in my eyes – the lack of a basketball program is even more egregious. Yeah. Because you really only need one or two guys for that to take off, especially in the conference they were in for a long time. The American is a better basketball conference than the Colonial and some of the ones they've been in the past. However, you still only need one or two guys, meaning you've actually not even accomplished that in 25 years, 30 years. When did Blue leave? Blue left in 90, I think. Something like so, that. Yeah, we talked about that. In fact, his birthday's coming up, dude. Best player ECU's ever put out. Yeah. Best player Green and County. He was a transfer. Yeah, best player Green County's ever put out, dude. Yeah, Blue was the real thing. He was now the head basketball coach over at Green Central High School. But yeah. uh, but yeah. how about how big I guess like I said, I prefaced uh we know you're a league pass guy, but what about college basketball? Now I know the first two days of the NCAA tournament is your national holiday, yes. and we've talked about that before. But just regular season college basketball, how much does Richard Clark get into that? I, I watched a little bit. I watched the, the a couple of teams that, that came on at six last night before the game started, the NBA games, and I watched a little bit of Carolina and Radford yesterday, just because you know Radford recruited me way back in the day, and uh, Carolina being Carolina, I wanted to see what they had. Oh, there you go. Well, how did they look? In the because, like I said, we were at ECU last night. How did Carolina look? Kind of the same as ECU. They struggled early a little bit, uh, had trouble putting them away, but eventually pulled away. Well, again, congratulations to uh, James Madison. What a huge upset! Did by the way, did you see what uh, uh, Tom Izzo's record was in uh, November before last night's game? What was it? Oh, you're gonna love like this, dude. 74 and oh he had never lost a game in november before dude how about that does for that, a record dude does, does that speak to tom Izzo's coaching or does that speak to tom Izzo's scheduling dude it, it speaks to his schedule <laughs> i mean you don't say what that says to me is michigan state doesn't schedule duke or uh or kentucky or kansas or anybody in the first in in november they wait and do that later don't you think right yeah yeah you know, I, mean, I think that I think that's part of some of what's wrong with college basketball. I think they need to reevaluate some of their scheduling. I mean, some of these games are pretty ridiculous, um, and I get that you need some warm up games and whatnot. But you know, I was looking at some of the teams that were playing, and and I hadn't even heard of some of those schools. Somebody was playing a team called 
R-I-V-I-E-R-A or something like that. So say it again. It's like Rivera or Riviera. And it's like, I think UMass was playing them or somebody like that. And I was just like, I've never even heard of that school. Well, how do you even schedule them? So anyway. Well, it's like, and I hate to admit this. I mean, like I said, I knew you would know Ferrum since it was in Virginia, but dude, I had to look it up yesterday to see where it was. Uh, but, yeah, it uh, used to be in the sticks. I don't know what it looks like now, but it used to be in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, just some of the schools they played. That see, now that would be a fun game. Maybe that's what I'll do next week. Uh, and, and let's let's see how this whole uh, what team is he, which team is he on takes off here. Uh, by the way, I'm putting pressure on you, man. I've got you predicted to get nine or ten of them. Oh, like I said, I don't think we'll be close to that. <laughs> but I've been this is where I trust you. Well, here's what I tried to do, dude. I, none of them are rookies. I mean, they may be on the rookie contracts, but I didn't pick any rookies. I wanted to get players that had been in the league at least two or three years, dude. But I've got a 35-year-old on here. I've got a 32, oh, a 31-year-old. That's what I'm saying, dude. Okay. I can't wait. I can't wait. Anyway, go ahead. The name of that school is R-I-V-I-E-R. They played UMass Loyal. Loyal, L O W E L L. I'm like Bill Simmons now. I can't talk. So I'm, but I've never even heard of that school. Have you? I haven't. No, I haven't yeah. either. Yeah. Anyway, get back well, to the point. Well, how about this? Here's one for you, Virginia. Who? And I had to look this up, man. Virginia last night. Uh, they Ray won. Awesome. No. Click. <laughs> you know what though since the national championship i gotta tell you man that one doesn't hurt as much anymore doesn't hurt as much. It, it, it used to oh you remember oh dude and, and jonathan's really mean for doing that man he'll he'll just say you know out of the blue we'll say chaminade and it used to really hurt my heart dude not as much anymore dude it's almost like umbc yeah. umbc hurt for a year but then we went and won the national championship so uh you know it's, it's do, just, do you remember the name tony randolph uh no was he a player for chaminade <laughs> Yeah, he was the six-five guy guarding Ralph in that game. Hey, hey, they had played Ralph's against defense. each other or something. And Ralph's defense. Remember, he had the flu, threw up, uh, threw up during one of the timeouts. They said he was on the toilet the entire halftime. I mean, dude, he was playing at about I was about to say fifty. He was playing at about twenty percent, dude. Look, man, this uh, did that. That's not on Ralph. If Ralph didn't play, they should have beat them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. UVA wasn't rolling out. You know, they were in Hawaii partying. That's what that was. Well, here's a test for you. Virginia won last night 80-50 to 50 over, over Tarleton State, T-A-R-L-E-T-O-N State. Can you, Richard Clark, tell me what state Tarleton State is? And no, it's not the state of Tarleton because there's no such thing. Yeah, isn't it in the Northeast? <laughs> nope. Nope. Wow. Texas. Okay. Um, holy Moly. No, I had. I would have. I wouldn't have got that in a million years. Here, see now. I'm. I'm. Fr now you've got me down because I don't, dude. You're the smartest person I know when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, in Stephenville, Texas, Tarleton State University is in okay. Stephenville, Texas. I believe we just made up all those words right there. <laughs> Tarleton and Stephenville. I think we just made all that up. <laughs> Texas. Yeah, I mean, we just made it all up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, dude, let's see if I, let's see what their nickname is. Can you guess their nickname? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say road runners just because dude, if it's road runners, I'm going to dude, it's the Texans. 
That's even better. That's the so great. Tarleton State, <laughs> Texas. And, dude, their women's basketball, their women's athletic teams are named the Texans, A-N-N-S. <laughs> oh, this is fun, man. This is fun. Hey, real quick, because I want to get to this game. This game is going to be so much yeah, fun. Uh, last night, uh, Brandon hits his 8,000th point. Thank you for sending me that last night, Rich. I pre- Or was it last night or this morning you sent that to me? Yeah, but, it was last night. I sent uh, it this morning. Yeah, but hey, but dude, pretty significant uh, 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 milepost, milestone for him, dude. It, it definitely shows longevity plus a fairly high level of productivity. So it's, it's nice. Good, good achievement for him. Man, you caught me in mid-sip there. I thought you were going to go about 15 seconds longer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's, no, it's a great achievement for him. And like I said, it shows that you've been productive and you've been there for a long time. Yeah. You don't get to 8,000 points, you know, play 82 games. So you have to score some points to get to 8,000. I mean, that's not, that's not a baby number. No, no, not at all. Uh, let me, you know, let's just do the, the general overview here of, uh, of the NBA. Anything surprise you here in the first couple of weeks? I mean, other than I got to tell you, dude, to me, the biggest surprise, and you tell me where this ranks with you, Memphis. I mean, that, listen, we knew they were going to struggle a little bit without John Morant, uh, for the first 25 games or whatever it is. But dude, would you have thought that they would start out their season zero uh, and six. I mean, they're now one and six. They did win their last game, but dude, I had no idea. If you'd have told me Memphis was going to start zero and six, I would have, I, I would have laughed, dude. I mean, what what to you is the biggest surprise so far? Uh, that that's surprising that they would start that poorly to some degree, but they've got a ton of injuries, and it's not just job being out. So, you know, they lost Stephen Adams right before the season. So it's it's not an it's not unheard of. The problem they got is, you know, yeah, a normal team could weather an zero and five start because they could put together a streak. But again, they won't be getting job back for twenty five games. So what's your record going to look like after that? Yeah, I mean, even if you just trade wins and losses from here to the time you get job back, you're sitting, you know, a good five or six games under five hundred, and that's not. It's going to be tough out west. Because there's a lot of teams jockeying for position right now. Yeah, uh, I like I said, man, that 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 to me is the biggest surprise. What else? I mean, we're two weeks in. Everybody's played six or seven games at this point. Uh, I, what has stood out to you here in the first couple of weeks? That there is a plethora of, of talented basketball players in the league. Now, let me be clear: a good chunk of them don't know how to play as a team. Their individual talent. <laughs> But there's a lot of talented young guys out there that are playing. I mean, even some of these really bad teams got some guys that can play. You know what I mean? Detroit is terrible. But they got like three guys that are legitimately pretty good players. So it's been fun to watch. And the good teams that you would expect to be good are good. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that for sure. What do I, dude, I don't think we've ever said his name ever in all your visits, but Cade Cunningham, when I think of the Pistons, that's who I think of. And, he, you know, he played in our Holiday Invitational too. So, I mean, you know, those kind of players I, I kind of, uh, you know, I, I find myself uh, pulling for. Well, what did, I mean, wasn't he the number one overall pick also? Yeah, he was. And, and Cade is legit. Okay. Problem is, Cade's not a number one. Okay. He's really a number two. If he could get with a guy that was a score, like Anthony Edwards, if Cade could play with Anthony Edwards, they would be magnificent together. You know, let Cade handle the ball and let Anthony Edwards do his thing. 
But Cade right now is having to carry some scoring burden, and I'm not sure he's cut out for that. Well, Boston at the top. Boston and Philadelphia actually at the top of the Eastern Conference right now. Uh, Denver yeah, Boston lost last night, surprisingly. Yeah, no, man. I, you know, hey, I didn't expect them to go eighty-two and zero, but you know, I no, no. Yeah, look, <laughs> make no mistake. That that's five or let's call it six that they have is legitimately good. I mean, if they can stay healthy, they're going to win the East, and I don't think it's going to be close. Even with Philadelphia um, that, and Milwaukee. Nah, they'll blow them out. Okay. They will blow them out. That starting five they got, if if they can get that five through the playoffs, which is a long ways away, but if they can get that five healthy through the playoffs, nobody's got anything for that backcourt. Once the game slows down in the playoffs, Derek White and Holiday are going to be clamps when it comes to the playoffs. Oh, dude, you just uh... – you just made me tingle a little bit, man. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, they're, they're, that, their perimeter defense with Tatum, because Tatum's basically playing the four for the most part right now, which causes nightmare problems for other teams. But Porzingis, you know, teams have tried to use smaller guys on him, and he's actually been good. But Holiday and White, you know, Holiday just knows how to play. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these young guys need to watch Holiday's tape. And I guess they don't want to be him because – He's not a household name and blah, blah, blah. But he just knows how to play basketball. And you put him in there with a couple of other guys that actually know how to play basketball as a team, and now you got something. Boston's going to be really good, barring, obviously, the injuries and things like that. Well, the thing I like, too, I mean, I thought Porzingis was going to be a pretty good addition. I mean, I figured – but then again, I didn't even think he was going to start. I thought he might come off the bench and, you know, lead like their second team. Dude <sighs> – he has been amazing, man. I mean, he has looked fantastic. He looks rejuvenated. I thought, uh, I'm looking up to see, oh, man, how old do you think he is, dude? I just looked it up, and I had no idea he was this age. 29. 28. I, that's actually yeah. I would have gave, if you'd have put a gun to my head, I would have said 31 or 32. I really thought well, he was. I'm, I'm sure his knees are probably 40. But, <laughs> yeah. but you know, uh, again, he's a we forget because of all the injuries. He was the original unicorn, you know, the, the Giannis, the big guy that could do some of everything that we thought we were getting way back then. Well, didn't know? they and actually call we, him the unicorn, didn't they? Yes, yes. Yeah, they absolutely did. But that – okay, tell me I'm not insane here. Doesn't that feel like 12 or 13 years ago, though? It does it to me. It seems like two decades ago for me. But there you go. Yes. Well, very good. Well, I tell you what, dude, are you ready for this? Uh, anything else? Yeah. Uh, anything else NBA-wise you want to talk about? Uh, that Wimbanyana is going to be ridiculous if he can stay healthy for two years. If he can stay healthy for two years in a row, you know, to learn to get the NBA game and grow into his body just a little bit, he's going to be ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. I, I've so, watched a little bit of him, and uh, my favorite part is he seems to have the um, the competitive spirit. I guess is the best way to put it. You know what I mean? He seems to have that where he wants to be wants to win and wants to be good. You know, everybody doesn't have that. No. You know, uh, <laughs> there's some people closer to home that we could question that about. Yeah. Um, but he seems to legitimately want to be good, which is half the battle once you get there. Because let's be, again, as I've said before on the show, all of these guys have talent or they wouldn't be there. The question is, at this point, who wants it more? Yeah. No, I agree with you. And, I mean, it, and that goes across all sports, too. It's not just – basketball mm -hmm. i mean you see these uh baseball players who sign the guaranteed 
you know, $20 million a year contract, and then all of a sudden you could tell they're not working anymore. Can, you see it in football. Can I make a quick baseball question? Please, please, I don't please. Watch that much. Yeah. How come there are no char- uh, breaking ball pitchers anymore? Huh. You know, you used to see the knuckleballers and the guy that's through all breaking stuff. You don't see that anymore. These guys come in throwing heat. That's it. I'm throwing 98, and the guy behind me that's coming in throwing 98, and the reliever is going to throw 100. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it is now. Uh, dude, it's, it, could just, you say the same thing? Well, and I'm not, I'll admit, I'm not as big a baseball fan as I probably need to be, but it's the same thing behind or uh, batting, dude. It's either a home run or a strikeout, dude. I mean, you you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's yeah, either, absolutely. I mean, nobody cares about, you know, the hit and run anymore or stealing. Ba- well, I don't know. That's not true. The stolen bases were up a lot this year, mostly due to the rules, but nobody cares about station to station baseball anymore. You know I mean? We're- but you know, and, and the pitching thing and what you're talking about baseball, the small ball, I guess we'll call it in baseball is the same as like some of the things in, in basketball and football, like in football teams want to throw, but you have to be able to run the ball and you have to be able to stop the run or you will not win period. And, and yet every year we go in the opposite direction and it seems pretty clear how to build a roster, but then you see these gyms across all these sports keep doing the same mistakes over and over and over. I mean, you you know, I don't get it. In baseball, I would just have a, I'd have thirty pitchers because that's how you're going to win. It doesn't make any difference if you can hit the ball or not because when you get to the playoffs, it gets tight. Yeah. Same in basketball, you can run up and down the court all day long. That's great, but when we get to the playoffs. It's going to slow down. Now what? Football, if you can't stop a team from running the ball in football, you will not win in January unless you got my homes. Unless you got my homes, indeed. Okay. Richard Sorry. Clark, are you ready to play? I wish I had I'm some. Not. Uh, That's why I was, I was kind of stalling. So <laughs> I wish I had like some background music. Like, which team is he on? So, no, are, you, are, don't. are you ready? Yeah, as long as we don't have like the buzzer when I get it wrong. I don't want that. Oh. You know what? We'll have it next week or the next time we play, okay? <laughs> no, you know what I'm thinking about doing next is uh, next week we may do like NCAA Division Three schools and NAI schools, <laughs> NAIA schools, and see where Richard Clark can fit. This is fun. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. Isaiah Stewart. He's 22 years old. He's a 6'8 center. He attended University Please of Washington. Detroit. Ah, see, I told you you were going to do well at this, dude. Uh, no, he, he's been in the league for a minute. He's actually legitimately a good second-tier player. Well, there you go. He makes $5.3 million a year. Well, there, dude, I would not have – dude, I'll tell you this. This is where you should feel good. I would have gone 0 for 15 on these, okay? <laughs> so, hey, you're already ahead of me one to nothing, okay? So, here we go. Next one, Aaron Nesmith. Aaron Nesbitt, he's with the Pacers now. The pe- Boston actually gra- drafted him first. He went out. He's kind of provident. <laughs> Dude. He's, he's actually turned into a good player, too. 24 years old, 6'6", six, six, yeah. swing forward. Where did he go to college? Uh, Providence. The Vanderbilt. I got Vanderbilt. you on that one. Okay. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. And he makes $5.6 million a year. Okay. You're two for – Dude, I told you you'd get nine or ten of these. Here you go. Speaking of Vanderbilt, how about Jared Vanderbilt? Jared Vanderbilt, he's playing for – isn't he with the Lakers now? He was with Minnesota. Is that your final um, guess? Yeah, I'm going to say the Lakers. Ding, but he's ding, been traded. Ding. Yeah. Dude. He's been traded like three times in the last 
two years. Uh, he's a, a legitimate – He put it this way. The Lakers need him. Without him, they're not going to win. So he's become an important player. And it's funny how these guys you've never heard of all of a sudden have these important roles on these teams. Hey, all I know is dude, you're three for three, man. Where did he go to college? See, maybe I can trip you up on those. Where did Jared Vanderbilt go? Oh, you can to get me on those because I have no idea. You want to guess? He went to yeah. No, go ahead. Kentucky. I. You know what? Okay. <laughs> hey, dude, you're getting these right. You're three for threes, and he makes four point seven million dollars a year. Next up, dude. If I don't get you with this one, I'm not going to get any right here. Lindy Waters the third. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where Lindy went. Uh, no, I don't, don't know who he, he played play for. for. No. Lindy Waters, 30, he's 26. Oak, Oak, Oklahoma City, maybe? No, no, he went to Oklahoma State. He did go to Oklahoma State. Dude, you're four for four. He plays for the OKC oh. Thunder. Yeah, he must not play very much, though. The only reason I know he played for Oklahoma State is because Michelle, we know, yeah, went yeah. to Oklahoma State. So, typically, I kind of pay attention to that. Dude, that was the one I thought I was going to trip you up on. Doggone, nah, man. You're I, four I, for I four. I honestly didn't know where he played. Play. I didn't know he played for Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. He must not play very much. Well, here's one. Dude, I by did. the way, Go if ahead. you want to watch an NBA team and enjoy it, watch the Thunder. Yeah. Well, I know our boy, uh, Bill Simmons, he's a big – that's his league pass team, I think, this year for sure. And uh, and I like Chet, dude. I think Chet is a, is a Chet special player. Is, well, let me put it out like this. Is, isn't Chet kind of what we all thought Mobley would be? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Okay. I think Chet's going to be really good, by the way. Well, you're four for right. four, man. Dude, I'm a, dude, I'm impressed, man. If you go 15 for 15, I'm going to lose my stuff, man. Here we go. Jock Landale. Jock Landale. Um, I don't know where he – he's playing for Phoenix now. He's a center. Uh, huge white guy, but I don't know where he went to college. Uh, I would have a buzzer sound here, dude. That's your first ah, miss. He Houston, got traded. Houston Rockets. <sighs> okay. Do you know? I do you do that. you know where he went to college though? Orlando. Didn't he go to? No, I don't. Saint Mary. Where'd he go? Whoa, really? I wouldn't have got that ever. And try this out for size, dude. He he's making eight million dollars this year. Yeah, he just signed with Houston because he was with the the son for a while with the Kevin Durant son because they weren't having to play him in the playoffs last year. Dude, I would have been like, you're making up names now, okay? I mean, <laughs> Lindy Waters a third, Jock Landa. Here's one I, I figure you'll get if of all these fifteen, I figure. But I had to include him because I didn't know he was playing for this team from Raleigh, North Carolina. He went to Raleigh Broughton High School, Devonte Graham. Devante, Devante, is he, he's not with the Pelicans. He got traded. Um, <laughs> and he's making $12.1 million this year. Where yeah, is Devontae Green? Now. Dude, I now? got you two in a row. The Spurs. Yeah, you got me. Oh, you know what? I did see that. Yep. I did see and that. And of course, you know where he went to college, too, though. right? Uh, Devontae, didn't he go to Kansas? He did. Do you know that whole story? And it happened with the Holiday Invitational. He had committed, signed his, I mean, not just committed, he had signed his letter of uh, intent, everything. I mean, he was legally bound to go to Appalachian State. Okay? I mean, which, you know, I mean, that is what it is, but it's Appalachian State. He has a great 
a great uh, senior, uh, well, first half of his senior year, gets to the Holiday Invitational, ends up being our MVP of the Holiday Invitational as uh, Broughton won their first title in forever. Bill Self is there to recruit. I think he was there to recruit Brandon or, you know, one of the great players we had there that year. Bill Self sees him at the Holiday Invitational, offers him, and they get in touch with uh, Appalachian State. And if you remember, this is how it worked out. Appalachian State released him from his letter of intent. But part of the deal, Richard Clark, was that Kansas had to schedule a game with Appalachian. So they basically bought Devontae Graham, yeah, dude. Yeah, I was about to say how much yep. did Appalachian State It was get? like, I think and, it was like six would, or $700,000 is what I heard. And I would venture to say that it, it's more than that under the table. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, yeah. but still... I thought that was neat, though. I mean, Appalachian could have been, you know, bad people and said, hey, he's under contract what with I, us. What I didn't realize is that he was from Raleigh. I didn't realize that. Yeah, dude, he played for it. Dude, you laid out pages with his uh, picture on it, dude. Uh, wow. <laughs> dude, but you got to know what, uh, how crazy that was uh, over what? When, when someone, when oh, the yeah. writer or the yeah. editor of it would get you pages late or get you information late and you're trying to lay all that stuff out, lay out 100 pages and – what and uh yeah i vaguely remember some of that <laughs> did you just have a shiver go through your body as i said that <laughs> well it's kind of par for the course you know <laughs> there you go there you go hey next up another holiday invitational guy that i had no idea in the world you probably do though harry giles the third remember yes harry, harry just made the roster with the net uh he was out of the league for two years yes he was and, and he's, i'm good for him there there is a Right there is a case study for. How old do you think he is? How old do you think Harry is? 24. Oh, you're 25, dude. Dude, I, I forget yeah. that. Yeah. And you remember where he went yeah, to college, he, obviously. Yeah. And that whole thing, again, you know, he got hurt right before he went to college and he was never quite right. And, you know, if there was ever somebody that needed the G League and to start getting paid early, it was him. Well, here's the thing you that know? shocked me the most. He's listed at 6'10. Dude, in, I can tell you, dude, we had him for three years in the Holiday Invitational. The tallest he was was, I think he was 6'7", six, 6'8", six, his last year, dude. So he put on a couple of inches since uh, he graduated from college, dude. Or he never well, graduated. You, you know, what am I saying? He didn't graduate. He only went to Duke for a year. But still, I mean, he uh, he's grown a couple of inches. Well, dude. you know, he, he's actually, again, uh, to use the same term, he's a case study for when a kid is the biggest kid in junior high and then they wanted to be a big man, and then he doesn't grow anymore. Yeah. And then he's just a big man in a little guy's body, and he can't adapt. Because he was legitimately the best player in the country his, what, sophomore year in oh, high school? Absolutely, when he was a high-point Christian. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, uh, he was amazing. And then hurt his knee and was never the same. And he's hurt his knee at least three times. I know, man. And I think it's both knees at this point. I just I hope he does well. But you're right, dude. Uh, I do, too. I'm rooting for him. Five and two right now. Here we go. Next up. Peyton Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard, the Celtics boy. Didn't he play for Kansas? Uh, Oregon. Oregon. Pritchard is legitimately you know again, what? I'm thinking, a now that needed I'm a, role player. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you just to say, I think he started it. Now that you say that, I think he started there and he ended up at Oregon, dude. He he is one of those guys that you need. That Again, we were just talking about, you know, with baseball and the, and the, the hit and the small ball. You have to have a guy like Peyton Pritchard to, to get your team under control. You know, everybody's bad-mouthing the Clippers situation with Harden, and I get it. 
because I wouldn't want him on my team because of the outside noise. But the one thing he does do, and I watched it last night, is he can settle your team down because he just knows how to run an offense. Whether now, granted, that offense is him, but you get the point. Well, you're six and two. I don't think we're going to get to all 15, but you know what? That's even better. We'll save them for uh, next time we play this game. Uh, 35-year-old, 6'2 point guard, Patrick Beverly. Ah, Patrick Beverly. Patrick has been is playing for – is he with Philly now? I think he's with Philly. He is the, not. He is actually he is with – the Washington Wizards. Uh, oh, my God. Really? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Patrick Beverly with the Washington wow. Wizards. Now you get this. Patrick Beverly is, you know, a defensive guy that uh, in the NBA reputation is he can't shoot and all that, right? You know, he averaged like 30 in high school. Wow. And then at college, he what? averaged like 20. Where did he go to college? Wasn't it Arkansas? Ding, or ding, Ar- ding. Yeah. No, 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 Arkansas. Okay, hey, last one. You're six and three. Uh, let's end strong here. Uh, everybody knows this name. 31-year-old, 6'6", swing forward, Doug McDermott. Doug. Doug is playing for – I just watched him last night. He's playing for the Spurs. You got and, it. Uh, yep. He went to Creighton. Uh, well, yeah, that that was the one I knew you would get to college. We all remember him. What would they call him? Dougie Buckets, or what was his nickname? Yeah, something like something that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, but hey, look again, been in the league for a long time. Yep, long time. Uh, dude, Not, you know, uh, you want to guess what it, what he's making this year for the San Antonio Spurs? Eleven, thirteen, eight. See, and and look, he's what. He's got to be 32? 31. Dude, look at you, yeah. man. Yeah, 31 years old. Uh, but, uh, hey, so you end up seven. At, dude, you got to feel good, man. And I try – and let me tell you, mm. I try you – know, like I said, my only stipulation was I didn't want to give you rookies because I didn't think that would be fair, especially some, you know, uh, rookie that didn't get drafted who, you know – so I, right. I, I did spare you that part. But now that you did so well, I, I think I'm going to have to do that next time, Okay. I was concerned you were going to go with the Eastern block guys. And, you know, between the two of us, we probably couldn't get the name right at all. So it was really going to be ugly. Richard, there were three or four of those where I wanted to do them. And I was like, man, I'm going to mess up the pronunciation of that name. So, no. Look, look, I'll give you this hint. There's a guy playing for the Spurs whose name starts with a B. You can look him up. And, And I was watching the game last night, and I was like, I can't even say that name. He's going to call that name right there. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe next time that's what I'll do. But, dude, dude, 70%, 7 and 3, dude. Uh, you, the only ones you – I'm a little surprised you missed Devontae Graham, especially since you said you watched the Spurs last night. But, dude, great job. I can't remember man. where they traded him to. But, hey, anyway, I, I'm crazy, surprised dude. he went to Raleigh. The three that you missed were 28, 28, and 35 years old. <laughs> you got the young ones. You, it was, so maybe that's what I need to do next time. I need to go skew a little bit older. Listen, dude, thank you so much for joining us here this morning, dude. Uh, that was that was fun. Which team is he on, dude? I guarantee you, you did better than Charles Barkley would do, okay? <laughs> Charles got a bigger bank account, though. <laughs> he does, uh, dude, you say that again, bigger than both of us combined for sure. Hey, real quick, uh, give me 20 seconds on what's uh, going to uh, – how big are elections down in uh, Carteret County this or today? Uh, we have three or four municipal elections that are big, uh, that uh, Emerald Isles got some. But for the most part, there's a lot of uncontested. But we have three or f- I think three that are legitimately 
um, let's call it high profile for as high profile as county municipal stuff can be. Well, very so, good. Well, listen, dude, thank you so much for joining us here. We'll talk to you next week. Get your, get your brain ready for next week. Okay. Well, well, you know, I'm up late tonight. You know what it is. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. Hey, thank you so much, dude. Thanks for having me. That is Richard Clark from the Carteret County News Times, Carolina Coast Online.com. Joining me live right here uh, for our second hour, we are going to have our good friend, Catherine Pearson from the LCC Foundation, uh, Jessica Cruz, here on the Brian Hanks Show.